You're at the right place at the right time. You found the number one podcast that entertains the space between your ears. It's super califragilistic, I hope you enjoy the show. If you're like me, you're going to laugh a lot. We invite you to pull up a chair. Relax and get ready to take a trip to the vacation kingdom of the world. So, grab your magic bands and your Mickey ears. Here we go. Because it's time for another episode of the Mousecapades Podcast. It means no worries for the rest of your day. Welcome back, Mousecapades listeners. I'm here with Nick, and I'm here with Kaylee, and today we're going to finish something up that... Oh, yeah, 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 the thing we didn't do last summer that we were all like, oh, we'll get to that, and we are just now getting to it. Right, we we kind of promised Kaylee that we'd finished it last summer, but... Um, okay, what it actually... Well, Hey, hey, remember? listen up here, beautiful woman. Okay. We will... We're going to get to your episode. It was, it was because of me. I kept canceling. I understand. I'm sorry. We kind of had this uh, planned out like four or five times. I kept canceling. It's my fault. All right? My bad. Okay. Well, what we're going to be doing is um, addressing our top five and then the top or then the five that we could live without rides or attractions in Epcot and Animal Kingdom. So we will start with Epcot. It's been so long ago. I can't even remember. But before we begin this, I would like to thank our sponsor, TheMagicalMouse.com. 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 And we miss our co-host, Mr. Tim. He is at home laid up and hopefully not having to have surgery to make him feel better. I heard he's the owner of TheMagicalMouse.com. He is the owner of TheMagicalMouse.com and maybe soon The Magical Mouse Travel Company. And I heard he's the blogger of TheMagicalMouse.com. That is correct. <laughs> it is. Nick. Are we sure? <laughs> I almost called you Tim. Oh, no, it's all good. <laughs> so it is so good that other companies have contacted him. This you know is that? true. He this does have true. two companies that are trying what to get was him it? What to... was it? Touring plans or was it touring yes. plans that contacted him? Yes. And said, hey, come work for us. Yep. He's a good writer. We're not giving him away touring plans. He is our TheMagicalMouse.com person. <laughs> Not yours. All right, Kaylee, what are we doing again? We are going to be talking about the five attractions that we could live without and our top five favorite attractions in Epcot and Animal Kingdom. And we're going to kick it off with Epcot. So Kaylee's going to start with her number five. I have okay. no notes whatsoever, just letting the listeners know. Kaylee, you do? And I can't cheat? No. No. Vicky, you do. No cheating. Not, Man, none got, of us knows what the other put. We, I we have had this ready since last July. We, we have. We put these all together. You did not. So you've been keeping these notes since last July. Yes, yes. because we, that was the first time we said we were going to do it. For reals? For reals. For reals. We're prepared women. Wow. <laughs> it doesn't feel very good when there's two women and you. I, I'm realizing you're feeling like I do every week when it's two guys and me. No, it's... I'd, it's usually you and Tim against... Yeah, and it's a sausage fest. It's great having two girls. One oh, on you each like arm. it? One on each arm. Oh, all right. Okay. Okay, we starting? Yeah. Yeah, let's so, go. So, this is the five that you... This is the, your top five you want, could get rid of, or your top five that you want? I'll start with the ones that we could uh, get rid of. The okay. ones that I could live without when starting we Starting at which park? Um, Epcot. 
Epcot, what we can do without. Yes. Gotcha. So, the first one that I could live Your number with, five? My number five that wow, I could- five things? Yes. That's a lot. There's All a right. lot of attractions at Ep Epcot and Animal Kingdom. Okay, go. Okay, so my oh, number five that I could live without is the Circle of Life, an environmental fable. So if you guys don't That's know weird. where this is, it is in Living with the Land, the same place where Soarin' is. Um, it's in on the second level, you go in, it's a theater, and it's like a documentary, but they've got the characters of the Lion King hosting it. I fell asleep the one time we went in there. I fell asleep because I was tired. And like, if you want a place to take a nap and your kids will probably take a nap, <laughs> it's go air in there and, and it's air conditioned too. So if you want a place like that, but the actual attraction itself, it was nice that they were educating, but it was so old. The video was very old and I could see how today's generation of kids would get bored because I was sitting there like, this looks like something we would watch in like elementary, in an elementary school classroom that they hadn't updated in so many years. Okay. So. Fixer? All right, my number five, Kaylee's going to throw things at me, is Test Track. I'm sorry, oh. but the wait for that line is incredibly long, and it's not that great of a ride. In my opinion, I usually sit in the little Chevy car area at the bottom and wait for them to come back, because I don't want to wait in that line. Have you rode that before, Nick? Oh, many times. It's a great ride. I agree with you. It's. It, I think it could be better. I'm not trying to be negative, Ned. Maybe I've just been on it too many times and I already know what's coming so it doesn't really thrill me anymore. I go on it because Colin loves it. Right. Uh, I think it's I think it's okay ride. It's it's all right. It's just the weight on it isn't The weight is insane. It's not that great it's not that great of a ride for me to want to do it. But anyway, on to you, Sister Lou. Whoa, 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 oh, you're going to tell us your number 5? Yeah. All right. You ready? Okay. So Oh, I already know what your number five is. No, that's going to be my number one. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, and I love space. You guys know I love space. I wanted to be an astronaut when I was a child. I still do. I haven't grown up yet. I still want to be an astronaut. Uh, spaceship Earth. Or not, excuse me, not Spaceship Earth. Oh, my gosh. Mission, Mission Space. To, Mission Space. Thank <laughs> you. The orange is so intense. It's nuts. You're spinning like crazy. That's the one Anthony got sick. Right. They need to tone it down. Like, even I could handle it. But even I was like, whoa, they need to, they need to tone this thing down. Colin, there's no way he could ride that thing. That kid would go crazy. So he's never rode that one? No, he has not. We purposely didn't let him ride that one. But Green doesn't move, so we'll let him ride that one. Um, but, man, my number five has got to be Mission Space Orange. They need to just tone it down a little bit. Okay. All right. So moving on to our number fours. So my number four uh, attraction slash ride that I could live without is the Seas with Nemo and Friends. Because that, I don't know, recently in the, in the recent years, that has really... Um, had a long line like it didn't used to you used to walk on that thing and you sit in the little shells and it takes you through the adventure of Nemo and the movie but recently it's had like a 30 to 40 minute wait just to get in that place and you can go in the doors but it's just fun to ride the little ride but the ride itself needs to be updated all the technology is super behind especially the fish where um they get attacked down in the trench or whatever there's that electric fish or whatever. I don't even know what it is. But you can hear the animatronics reset. Like when the, oh, yeah. when the cycle is over, you hear them reset and then it starts over. 
Like just everything in there needs to be updated. I like it, it's cute. And I think it'd be cute if they updated it to be Finding Dory, but. We kind of talked about that last week because where did I tell you that was in Hong Kong? Probably. No, Paris. Paris just got it and they, theirs is actually based off of Finding Dory and they made it look like the center that when you're coming in the movie where Sigourney Weaver's talking. Oh, okay. And that's what it looks like there. And their ride does look like that. And we were saying they could update ours and make it, you know, who knows? Maybe they'll do that. Well, my number four is Impressions de Francais. Have you ever watched Impressions de Francais? It's a very nice movie and it shows beautiful spots of France, but it's something that I could definitely and have definitely not gone to for a while. I think we went to it one, maybe two times. It's just a movie, again, if you need a good, cool spot to take your family and you need your child to have a little 30-minute nap, it's in the back of France in the World Showcase and you can watch it and learn more about France and if you want to go visit there. Okay. Um, since I don't have any notes... Even though we offered I, to give you paper. I'm tr- I'm having a hard time coming up with the number four. I might only have three with this one. Okay. Okay. Um. Let's let's do this. Let's count my one that the my number five as three as three, and we'll okay. just we'll just go around. Okay. So skip me. Go to Kaylee. Sounds good. Okay. So my number three is Project Tomorrow, and it's like the world of tomorrow. So that's pretty much when you get off of Spaceship Earth. It's the little area you go into, and I enjoy sitting in there, and it's neat and everything. But it is supposed to be Project Tomorrow. All the technology in there is super behind. Things are just, they need to be updated. Just point blank to match the title. Cheesy, your child. Um, Because that's what you say about half the stuff. Well, Mm. it just does need to be updated. Because if they're going to call it Project Tomorrow, it needs to fit that. Because I feel like if you're a little kid, they think it's awesome because it's just a big space. But when you walk in there, you don't feel that it's futuristic. It just seems old to me. I don't know. The technology kind of is. Old and musty. A little bit. So yeah. Kaylee already said my number three, which is the circle of life. Um, again, I think it's interesting. Are we on you, number three? Yeah, that's what she said. Oh, okay. All We're right. Number three. Oh, sorry. Um, it teaches you stuff, and it does have the cool uh, Lion King characters, which I know is big for Tim because he really loves the Lion King and everything. But unless you need a really good nap in a cool space, it's not something that you have to go to every time you go to Epcot, I would say. My personal opinion. My number three when I mentioned Mission Space, I, I just threw something out there because I felt like I had to. Okay. Right? So <laughs> I'm going to take that one back because I was seriously just throwing it out there like, oh, I got to give a number five. This is going to be rough because I got to think of five things I can live without. Here's the thing, you two. I love Epcot. I love everything in Epcot, even, even Figment, but... Figment does have to go somehow. They need to they need to change that up. So how about you just skip me to the end because my thing, my number one, you already know what's going to be, and I'll explain later. But I I love everything in Epcot. I don't think there's anything I would say has to leave, like has to go, truly be pulled out, that ripped was down. Just your idea when we right? Were no, no, this no, whole- no, no. I get it. No, I get it. But I'm trying to think of that's the one park though that I'm like I'm gonna have trouble with is Epcot mm-hmm. because I love Epcot. It's not necessarily a park for, it is a little bit for kiddos, but I think that's more of an adult park. And when I think of Epcot, I think of a leisurely stroll, right? And you're just walking around the showcase and it's got a few rides for your kids to keep them happy as well, right? I mean, I don't know, that's what Epcot is to me. It's hard for me to come up with five things that 
have to go? Do I have to give something that has to go? Is that is that is that part of the rules? Like you don't have because to. I will. No, this that's, was this was your deal. It was my deal. I thought yeah. it was Kaylee's deal. Was, no, you it was my deal. You created you had, this whole show. You had the idea. It's been a year. It's here. been a year. So you said, wouldn't it be cool if we got on right. and talked about each park and talked about our five favorite things that we like that we have to do every time, and then five things that we could live without when we went there. Okay. So how about this? We're on three. Yeah. I'll give you at least three things. Okay. This doesn't necessarily have to go, but it needs In to be. Order. Okay. But it needs to be changed. They, like I said earlier, they need to tone down mission space. Okay. So everyone can enjoy it, not just the kids or not just the adults, but the kids too. Maybe combine a little bit of orange and green, right? And what color does that make? Make it a new ride. Make it a new ride, and what does that make purple, blue? She said brown. 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 I don't even know. Um, Combine it, we'll make it Mission Space Brown. <laughs> and no, where it does move a little bit, but it's not so intense, yeah. right? I, I shouldn't have to have a barf bag on a ride. On, 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 on. Some people like that though, really. I mean- Barf bags? They no, like that feeling They of like that sick. feeling that that's, like takes their breath away. Okay. Okay. All right. So moving on to number twos. So my number two is journey into the imagination with Figment. Just because we get on that because it never has a weight or anything. That's why if we do ride it, that's usually why. And we need something to do to kill time before a fast pass or a reservation. But that's usually it. And like all the people in that ride that um, do all the narrating and everything, they're old. Like kids don't know who they are. I barely know who they are. And I'm not, I'm not like the youngest thing ever but i'm not super like old either so not i like just feel me. like <laughs> i just feel like they need if they were going to keep it all the technology needs to be updated but they probably could just put a whole new ride in there we have so many good movies that they've been coming out with so many fresh ideas that they could just turn that into something else that's also my number two is figment okay because i do agree it needs some upgrades and there are some more scientific things that we can bring into it and that because that is what Walt's dream was more technological or something, we, we need to, to bring that in there. I still think it's a cool idea or a concept for when it was originally made. And so some things, I don't know, just are there. And like Kaylee said, we write it because it's there. So my number two is Spaceship Earth. I think it needs to be refurbed. Again, I, I agree with you guys. Technology is outdated. If you're going to explain mankind, the history of mankind, you could still keep the sequences, right, on how they have it uh, laid out. But they just need to up. It, it looks like an old 1980s ride or a 1990s ride. It's old, and well, it's that's when it was made, right? And it smells. So I, you know, and <laughs> it does. They it's like, filter smells in there. Well, I, I know thinking- they. No, I know they do. I know they do. But just it's just old. And that whole, you know, what your uh, your world would be like, you know, based on your beliefs of how, you know, you if you would recycle that. and things like that. Please update that, update that, because if you're not going to have technology that actually recognizes your face and puts it in the correct spot on a, on the animated body, <laughs> I mean, your freaking phone with Snapchat and everything right. else can do things like that, and your Facebook apps or whatever, they can't even get a computer to do it right on a freaking ride. 
when your phone can do it right every single time. Well, I'm thinking about it though. Do they ever refurbish that? You never, or mm. I, we've never reported I on would, that. I would like to see them just tear the whole, gut it all on the inside or redo, no, redo the whole thing. I will say, I think it's interesting how the, the newest thing they have in there is a computer with like green code on it. That's the newest thing they have in there. That's true. I'm like, they could, because that's like what? It's from when the Bill 80s? Gates was working in his I'm uh, like, garage, garage or something. Macintosh. Oh, Macintosh. Because I'm like, most kids are just like, is that even a computer? Like, they don't know what it is. And so I feel like- Unless they, they could, watch war games. They could add a, yeah. true. They could add a couple more scenes in there that like represent it's just to old today. man it looks it just looks old it's old it is old <laughs> that's my number old. two it needs to be refurbed all right so my number one is mission space um i have not ridden this in a long time i wrote it with joey and i was like we're gonna do the green track and then he was like please do the orange and i was like i'll be a good person and ride the orange i should not have done that um, like I, like you were saying, I do get sick, but the feeling I hated, and I remember this feeling so vividly, I could not breathe. When it was like the takeoff feeling, I literally felt like I was just like, somebody was sitting on me. I couldn't like take Whoa. air in and it was horrible. And I did not like that feeling at all. And it just, it wasn't so much that it made me sick, but I just hated that feeling. And so I just feel that that whole ride, yeah, could just be toned down. I could just go without the ride altogether because I'm not as Base junkie, but I can see why people like it. And if they do, just make the green track kind of the only one, I guess. I don't know. I feel like the orange one's way intense. Well, they can, they can make it move a little bit to yeah. make it so you feel like you're moving in an actual ship, but not that intense. I think you're facing, what are you facing? Four or five G's on that ride? Someone look that up real quick. You want to look that up, Fixter? Sure. Um, but that force that you're feeling against your chest is the G-force, gravity force. Yeah. And, you know, pilots are trained uh, when they fly their, their, their jets on how to breathe. There are actual breathing techniques that help you breathe when you're facing those forces. And uh, so I so I was, you know, I applied the technique when I was on the ride and it helped out a lot. Okay. I didn't feel sick, I didn't get tunnel vision or anything. But uh, I, I think that ride you're feeling, I guess I think on a normal roller coaster you feel about three. I think that ride you're feeling four or five. Have you found anything, Vic? I'm looking, I'm looking. Okay. Like if we just simply do the like level a level of intensity. Yeah, the many. Google search on how many G's are on Spaceship Earth, right? So how many G's on oop, oop, if I could spell right, it's, Spaceship. No, it's Mission Space. Or Mission Space. Sorry. Well, my I keep getting that confused. Mission Space. Let's see if we can do it faster, Vixter. Let's see here. Two point. That's it. Two point five G's. Yep. That's less than a roller coaster. Really. That's weird, because roller coasters, I can do roller coasters. They don't make me sick. They don't make me feel like that. See, and I would, so I'm up in, you know, I've experienced five, six, seven Gs, right, uh, in flight. Um, even, I think we got up to eight at one point. Your body can only handle a certain amount, sustain it for so long before you pass out. I thought it was more like more than two and a half Gs on that ride, just from feeling it when I went on it. I felt like it was more. And the reason why is because I, I consistently know what 5Gs feel like. And so that's like the average 5Gs when you're up and up and around. Uh, and I could have sworn it was. It felt like that. It felt like maybe like 5Gs. But that ride made me sick. I, I didn't throw up or anything. But, uh, you know, when you're riding in a T-38 versus uh, Mission Space, two different feelings. Completely two different feelings. You think you get sick on the T-38, uh, the trainer jet, than Mission Space. 
but whatever. It was vice versa for me. So my number one is the same as Kaylee's, and it's Mission Space. And I've never wrote it, but after I saw what she looked like when she came off, I decided that that would not be a ride for me. So that's why I say Wait, wait. So that's your number one, a ride you haven't even ridden? Yes, because I saw it. Oh, we got to toss that one out. Oh, really? Yes. You always got to be controversial about this. I looked bad when I got off No, if you haven't ridden the ride, you can't even, you can't bring that up and toss it out. I can say that I don't want to ride it. That's okay for me to say that. But as your number one, like it has to leave the park or be... Re- no, I didn't say it would leave the park. It, I said I can go to the park and not ride it and it would not okay. affect my trip. Okay, got it. Got it. Understand. That was her thing. Okay. My number one is Figment. It's card, it is. It's cardboard and neon paint. I and like Colin the, can make it in our garage. He could. Yes, Colin can make it in our garage. Anyone could. And I think it's... Although I think it's a great concept... It, re- it truly is, you know, with it, it's, it's very thought provoking and entices kids, you know, to learn more about science, right? And the world in which we live in. But I think, and, and they do do it uh, in a fun way, but it's just so old. It's just so <laughs> like cardboard and How paint. Old? <laughs> it just looks so old. You sound like you're in pain. It just, it is. It's just, I don't know, man. It's just an it old It really ride. does look like, is it from the 70s? I don't even, no, it can't be because. No, it's not. Robin Williams is in it, but really, that purple painted, uh, di- is it a dinosaur? Figment. No. He's just an imaginary. Dragon. He's, he's like a fairy tale creature, dude. He looks like he could really be from the romper room days back in the 70s or Dude, oh, Captain I know, right? Room, right, Mr. Like, Rogers kind of thing. Like Puff the Magic Dragon? Yes, thank you. Just like that. Yeah, no, no kidding. I so know, we'll right? we'll give you that one. All right, so Kaylee. Moving on to our top five that we cannot live without or really have to ride every trip. So my number five attraction is the Disney and Pixar shorts that they put into the theater where Captain EO used to be. And I like it just because they, uh, especially since the, the one year we wrote it, cause it's fairly new within the last few years. The one year we wrote it, you sat still, but it was 3d, which I liked. But then this past year or it's 40. two, it's 40. Yes, that's It wasn't true. the first year we did it. It correct. wasn't. It was just 3D. But then the last couple years we've gone, they all of a sudden, like, the floor moved um, and everything. Uh, yeah, so, like, the water shoots at you, everything like that happens. And it kind of threw me off. Like, it almost scared me a little because we had done it before. And so you're a little more off guard when you haven't ridden anything before or when you've done something before, rather. Um, excuse me, I said that wrong. Um, and so I was just like, oh, we've seen this. It's a 3D show. We're just going to chill. And when the floor started moving, I yeah, legit, she thought there was an earthquake. I legit <laughs> thought there was like an earthquake happening. Did you poop her pants? No, <laughs> I was not that scared, but it like caught me a little bit. And Joey and I kind of looked at each other to make sure like it wasn't just us. Because don't you remember it. I asked you when I came back and you said it did it for you last June. But right. the December before when we were there, it did. did the not. floor was not yeah. moving. I will say the only thing about it is they haven't changed the shorts in there. We thought they were going to change. Yeah, the that's ones, what they had originally. Um, the shorts that they played in there, but it was the same three. I like the three that they chose. They're really cute shorts, and I really like them, but I think it would be more effective if they switched them. Because there's so many great ones. Are you okay? Yeah. You're zoning I'm out. I'm thinking on about my five. Okay. okay. My number five is a char- is the character spot meet and greet. It's not a ride. I get it. 
but I love going there every year and watching, and you will attest to this more as Colin gets older, to watch how much my kids have grown, but they're still willing to go and take their picture with Mickey and Minnie. And just another reason, you know, Disney always makes you feel young, no matter how old you are. Sure. And to watch the progression of my kids' ages, but we still like to go and get the pictures with Mickey and Goofy and Minnie. And we used to get it with Pluto, but he's not there anymore. It's kind of sad. So he, you can find him at uh, the Magic Kingdom. right Only there. now? I don't know if it's only, but he, I've seen him the last few trips right there in Town Square. Oh. Yeah. Anywho, my, my number five, I'm sitting here and I'm trying to think of it. Um, so I don't have notes. And there are plenty I think I could put in place of my number five. But I'm going to go with uh, the train model that they have there. And I think it's in the German Pavilion. Yeah. Is oh, that that's yeah. awesome. So I really, really like that. And uh, I bet Colin, Colin could Colin sit there for hours. And I, and I love it, not because I'm, not because personally, just because it gives me a break, because Colin literally... No, could, but it's cool. No, right. Colin, I think, last year we spent an hour. I bet. And I, it was nice, because I just stood there, even though I was in the heat, it was great to um, just relax and know exactly where he is at. And it gave me time to chill, right? But it's not my number five because of that. I truly think it is really, really neat. You know? It is. I mean, Joey is 17, and well, that'll be this year, but every year we went there. It's a very intricate uh, display that they have. You know, the train passes through towns and under bridges and tunnels. I mean, it's really cool. And somebody really thought it out. And when it rains, it's even cooler because the rain's coming down. It's still running. And it's like a real train. It's, it's like the real train. <laughs> it's like a real deal, man. So <laughs> it's really neat. So that's my number five. That's a good one. Okay. So moving on to number fours. Mine is actually recent. I'm changing it from what's actually on my list because they didn't have it previous years. Um, the Frozen boat ride. I actually really enjoyed that because we had never ridden it. I don't remember. What was it called before they revamped it and changed the theme do you guys remember the norwegian ride right yes the, i just lost nordstrom it. yes oh the nordstrom yeah so we had never ridden it before maelstrom um, maelstrom when maelstrom. i say nordstrom i say nordstrom you did like this it's, it's a store, store. Oh, okay maelstrom. Such a we had never ridden it before it was gutted and turned into the anna and elsa ride that it is right now and so we got on there and like <laughs> the thing that like threw me so much was the boat going backwards like I literally was so freaked out because I was like, what is going on? Why are we going backwards? And like everybody that was on the ride with us or people who had ridden it before, they were like, did you not know it did that? It did that before. I was like, well, we never wrote it. So, so. you're like a little dog that's been created up its whole life and is very skittish. No. <laughs> it just threw me off because when stuff happens like that, when you think of a boat ride in Disney, you think so I'm going to go So you freak out forward. over pop quizzes and stuff like pop quiz. Ah! A little bit. We don't have those. At school right now. Oh, that's too old school. I forgot. But yes, I really like that. And like all the, um, all the technology is super like updated and it's just, it looks really nice. So yeah. Number four. All right. And I would agree too. I'm changing out what, what it was. Um, I would say Frozen too. Of course, <clears throat> the picture from Frozen is the best part because of the un or us anticipating what was going to happen. We all had like serious looks on our face. And so do you remember that picture? 
I have this. Yes. Yeah. I kind of look ticked off in there, but I'm just anticipating what's going to come next because we've just gone backwards and we didn't know that was going to happen. And so uh, I think it was a fun ride, though. I think everybody needs to ride it once. And I'm happy that you're going to actually go on it because at first yeah. you kind of said, yeah. I'm not going on that ride. <laughs> yeah. Well, I didn't last year. I didn't want to have to deal with it. Right. Um, but I'm going to go on it this year. My uh, number four, we, is it all good? Can I yeah. move on? My number four um, would have to be Living with the Land. I, I like that ride a lot. I I love environmental rides. I think, although I think it can be updated, I wish they would incorporate Wally with a ride that kind of... That would be cool. That kind of took over Living with the Land, but made it uh, more... I grand, you know, I mean, I think you could do a lot with a Wally themed educational ride while you're learning at the same time. Right. I think living with the land was a great start, but I think times have changed. It's time to transition and create something based off that and turn it into something with a Wally themed attraction where you can learn very much about our planet Earth and you can go into something as macro. Uh, or I mean micro as living with the land and then from a macro perspective as well and how it affects the earth as a whole. You know, take it from that micro to the macro, macro, and then there you go. I think that would be an, an awesome attraction. Um, but yeah, my my number uh, four would have to be living with the land. Okay. I okay. love that attraction. So number three, um, mine would be Spaceship Earth actually because I love riding that ride. Like we get on there every time you probably just think I was a dweeb because like that one isn't refurbished. But other than the fact that that scene at the end just cuts off too like early in time for where we're at now. But I it, the technology in that one doesn't bother me as much. I don't know why. Maybe it's just because when you're going through like in a circle wise, it doesn't bother me as much and it, the effect is still there for me. I guess it starts to bug me when the effect is no longer there and I kind of just am like, eh. Well, but here's, when I ride it, I still get the effect, so it doesn't bother me as much. Here's my thing, too. Like, the one scene with planet Earth and you have the stars. Mm-hmm. So, Walt was all about the details, right? Those are evenly spaced dots of light. <laughs> on It really is. On the ceiling. Yeah. No, they're no, just, no. I know. There's dots of light, evenly spaced, all around, no... Nothing to it. Walt would have ridden that ride and said, "No, you need to have the constellations. Right. And you need to have true. You're right. It needs to be. It needs to be a replica of our universe, or you know, of our galaxy. Right. Whatever it may be. I, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like the details aren't there in that. Ride. Yeah. It's just like it's like let's just project project some white little tiny white lights. Throw an image of Earth up there, and there you go. That's going to be one area that the attraction's going to go through. Well, maybe that. This is just me thinking, so maybe they were getting down to their deadline and that was going to take too long, and so that's what they decided to do to finish out the ride. They could and re- they just never went and fixed it. They could it. redo it, though. They could No, they totally could, thing. and that sorry. is my number three, sorry. too. Sorry. It is my number three as well. Uh, we just like Spaceship Earth. I, I don't know why. I, don't, I just think for us it's a family thing that we've always liked that ride. It's goofy, I know. Uh, I liked it except for the time that I got stuck with it on the Spanish mode and I had no clue what they were saying. So you have to kind of make things up in your head and try to remember history. And the history's never been my strong thing. Okay, so my number three, um, let's see here, would definitely have to be, uh, well, I'm going to go with Test Track. I think I'm going to go with Test Track. I like Test Track. Okay. Um, I th- although I think it can be refurbed as well. I think they need to have something different with Test Track. 
it is kind of cool. I love riding it with Colin. I love seeing his face expressions every time. It kind of... You get to build a car with him. Right, that's what I'm saying. It's kind of intriguing, thought-provoking in the fact that kids get to build a car and watch its performance based off of how you built it and what you have in it. Is it aerodynamic? Is it going to be all muscle? And kids get to explore, you know, hands-on. So it's a very uh, practical, very kinesthetic kind of approach in the beginning. And then you finally get into your car and get to see how it compared with everyone else. I think that's that's really neat. So it's it's very engaging. It's interactive. And that's what really appeals me to it. Okay. Yeah, so moving on to number two is mine is actually Test Track. Um, Joey and I really like riding this together. I don't know why. We, in Disney, it is magical because we get along more there than anywhere else. So um, we, riding <laughs> like that... you walking, it's magic! Riding that ride... In and of itself, just like building the car, when we build it together, we actually like work together. We're not just like, no, I want this and no, I want that. Like we both work together to build the car and then we ride it and it's just fun. I don't know. You never really go even that fast when you're going outside. Like it's not that fast. Like, no, it's not. You go, you go it faster. It sounds like it though. That's why it, I was so it's scared not, to do it's it. It's not that fast. And so like when I first wrote it, I was like, well, this is awesome. But then you like start to realize you're like, okay, I'm not actually going that fast, but it's still super fun to ride. I just remember riding it with dad and he like, you know how whenever anything is jerky at all, he just kind of like makes those little noises where he's like, oh, oh, <laughs> like at any point in time, he's just like, he, he freaks out. if he, Sounds like something else. Oh, okay. Well, he, <laughs> he makes noises. Did you walk it on your parents? <laughs> he makes. Jeez. He makes super funny noises if it bothers him. <laughs> and I just remember riding it, and then we got off. He's like, that was a little jerky. <laughs> I'm like, like, it's okay. Like well, when Brad's were... also like seven foot tall, really? I can see. You make him taller He's... every show. I know, Wait, I Joey's, do. Joey's actually going to be taller than my dad. No. Yeah. He's already as tall, and they're projecting two Are more inches. What? So... Yeah, you want to buy his so, clothes? So let me let me let me ask you this question. Oh jeez. So when you guys get off the magical express and you finally <laughs> walk into <laughs> you finally walk into the uh what do you call it? The little uh the airport terminal. Are you guys at each other's throats again? Sometimes. It oh, depends. Wow. It I guess it depends on how everything's going. Like if stuff like if we're delayed, like if we're tired, just yeah, all our like luggage that. was there this last time, so it was a very nice break. All right, Vixter. Number two, Illuminations Reflections of Earth. Oh, and even though I don't get to see that all the time. Good one. Usually, because because we're at Caribbean Beach, we can see a lot of it, except mm -hmm. for the globe part with the visual video on it. But it's just an amazing fireworks show. I mean, it never gets old. It's kind of like, I know they just got rid of Wishes, and I think it's interesting. I really do think they need to change this one up a little bit, because I think it has been similar for a lot of years. But at the same time, it is very unique. And so if you have time, stay and watch Illuminations at Epcot. So my number two is Soren around the world. Uh, Soren, uh, previously called Soren over... California. California, thank you. Colin has never been on Soren. But I, I threw up uh, around the world on YouTube and he watched it. What was cool was my boy was already asking uh, the monuments, you know, that you that you fly over and stuff like that. Like, Dad, what's this? What's right. that? Which was really cool because it opened up, we engaged in some learning, you know, and we started talking, oh, that's the Taj Mahal, right? Right. Where 
you know, look at that column, we'll back it up, it changes colors as you go over. So depending upon the light and your perspective, the building itself changes colors. And I was explaining that to him. Did you spray some scents for him so he felt like <laughs> <laughs> some, Get some oranges. Some in India, right? Like, so like, here's Indian food. No, that, that one smells like flowers. Oh, yeah. does it? Um, but it was really neat because he started asking questions based on the monuments that we were passing. And he can't wait to ride it this summer. We're going to go ahead and we're going to ride it as well. But uh, so I placed that as my number two because I have to ride that ride every time I am there. I have to get on it and feel like I'm flying because if I had one superpower, you know, it'd be really hard between x-ray vision and flying. But I'd have to choose. <laughs> I'd have to choose flying. Well, x-ray vision would get old. Okay. <laughs> okay. So moving on to number one. Number one. <laughs> yes. Drum roll. My number one is actually Soren. So we do ride that every time like if we don't i like would be very upset if we did not get to ride that at least once i'd probably actually throw a fit and i'm 20 and i would really? be like really yeah like if we did not get to ride that because it was broken down or something i'd probably literally pout about I it i think bread would pout more than her um but like it's just too fun and i really enjoyed the fact that they changed it and it ends in the Magic Kingdom in Disney World now rather than the one Epcot. in California. Because Epcot. even though it was soaring over California, I liked that you had that. But just seeing the monuments, like you said, is way cooler because you're exploring different parts of the world rather than just going through different parts of one state. Um, you end at Epcot, right? Is that what you just yes. said, Vicky? You end at Epcot. You end at Epcot. Yeah. Oh, you do end at Epcot, not Magic Because the fireworks are going um, off and it looks like Mickey yeah. with Spaceship Earth and the two fireworks go off. And it makes set. a lot of sense because then you just end there and that's where you're at. It just makes a lot more sense. It's tied together. And plus, the quality of the video is just much better now that they've updated it. At least I noticed that. Um, that some of the older stuff was really... It looked... Really Grainy? animated, cheesy kind of. Okay. Because like the golfing scene is kind of like the ball was a little. Eh. Oh, the ball was fuzzy. Yeah, the uh, ball was def definitely the fuzzy. Ball, it was stuff like that, but like other, moldy. yeah, other like details in the Sorn around the world now is way clearer. Just yeah, still love that ride. Number one, Vixter. Sorn. Really? Yeah, I would say that. Um, it was a little bit harder for me, and I mentioned this to you before. I just had to take some, and I'm not, I don't get sick on very much, but I had, did have to take some motion sickness medicine when we rode it the second time. The first time I got a little goofy in the head. Yeah, no comments there. I know I'm always goofy, but literally I felt a little off, almost like if when you have vertigo or something. So I made sure that I took some motion sickness medicine before we rode it the second time. But I love it. I love the whole... Are you cheating off me? No, I'm not. I'm, I'm, I'm pulling something up here real quick for my number one. I love the whole... Uh, aspect of seeing all those different things especially since in second grade we study that we study the different monuments so it was cool to see them in person i know i've shown videos to my kids and stuff but it's not the same as seeing that video footage of it and feeling like you're actually walk uh riding on the great wall of china and i was trying to think of all the smells you got it yeah i got it are all you right. ready for number one we're ready okay you ready drum for roll one? please here we go Got to play it here real quick. Oh, I didn't think there about it. There we this go. Ah, my friends, bienvenidos, cuates. Welcome to Mexico. Son of a gun, it's a pleasure to see such fine gentlemen in Mexico. Here, amigos. So my number one is the three Caballeros, Caballeros ride. I love this ride. It reminds me of my childhood. All right, come on, sing. We're three Caballeros. 
Doesn't, this just puts me in my happy place, right? That's why we listen to the music radio all the time. Dude, I love this ride. It's awesome. So, my, my mother used to, my mother had this on VHS for us. And I watched it over and over and over and over again. And so when I rode this ride for the very first time last year with Tiki down in Orlando, I, I felt like a kid all over again. I was instantly placed at age six watching this in my old house, sitting on the carpet with the VHS tape, watching the Three Caballeros. That's awesome. So thank you, Mom, for buying that film. And so provided, this year you're going to live out that with, with Colin. Colin. Oh, yeah, I can't I wait. Because I know you had mentioned that again last so, week. So he is just in a trance with this film. And again, because Colin's, the way Colin, his makeup, he loves to explore. He loves to learn. If he, like, television, he, this is what's crazy. The kid will not watch a cartoon for just watching a cartoon's sake. He hates it. He's got he to learn something. He's got no. He's got to learn. He does. It has to be an informative and educational cartoon. And what's crazy is we just had this conversation conversation with him uh, last week. We're like, buddy, how come you know you haven't watched uh, Jake and the Neverland Pirates in like the past year? He flat out told us, I don't learn anything. Like at age six, he's like, I don't learn anything. It's fun to learn. He said, it's fun to watch Octonauts because I learn about this or I learn about whales. I learn but he about, likes to watch like, Star Wars. What is he learning? Well, that he loves to watch. I guess that's his one vice, right? Is watching guess, Star like, Wars. Because he's too, pretty much he's too smart for like those kid shows that are just kind of meant to entertain. Well, he I, don't, needs, I think he needs something that's well, like look at this. Star Wars. I feel like the entertainment factor is there to keep right. his, to engage him. Well, I mean, look at this. Okay, so this is a Lego. Okay, so he built this. For Chrissy up front, but you took it and away from her. Yeah, well, it was only supposed for to. For you set, guys that set. can't see, it's a Lego Star Wars creature that he made. No, well, yeah, it's a well. It looks like a Mecha Salt character is what it looks like. He doesn't know what Mecha Salt is, right? Well, maybe our listeners do or Robotech. Um, but in his mind, it, it looks it looks like a beefed up ATST um, from Star Wars. But these are all recycled Legos from a whole bunch of different. Uh, Lego sets. Lego sets, thank you. And look at this. It's very detailed. Oh my gosh, this actually looks like a Mecha Salt character. The kid is six. He just turned six, by the way, on April 28th. And this, literally, these are Minecraft walls for the legs that actually bend. And this thing actually walks. He's going to be the next George Lucas. Is that what you're telling us? No, no. It's crazy sick how he can visualize. You know, like, I can't do this. Yeah, but you're an you're artistic. So. Yeah, but I can't do that. Okay, but... You don't understand. This is this is a talk that I had with Myra when she used to work here. I said, I don't know where Kaylee and jo Joey get their drawing from. How is that right. possible? And she's like, but you and Brad are musical. Arts all form yeah. together. And the brain, the genes that you guys have given them, allow them to see that. So your genes. So the kid definitely has rhythm. I do not. The, the kid <laughs> That's can, from your wife. The kid can lay down a beat. I mean, I can too. I play drums, right? Right. Um, but he doesn't sound like he plays my drum set. It's been packed away for years. But even at like age three, he put a beat together, which is freaking insane. He creates Lego creatures like this that I can't create. Um, but And he loves cartoons that uh, are very informative, which for me, I wasn't into that stuff at his age. I wasn't very much into the Ninja Turtles, right? Watching Ninja Turtles and just watching Shredder get, get his butt kicked every single time, right? I wasn't into the informative how-tos and the, the Octonauts and things like that, but but uh, uh, with the Three Caballeros, getting back to that, I got way off. He loves watching that cartoon. He's in a trance. He'll watch it from beginning to end. 
because he's learning about a specific culture, you know, and that's what's pretty cool. So um, this year I would like to take him around Epcot and do snack around the world and get a snack at each each pavilion and and talk to him about how these are snacks from this country. Mm -hmm. Let's try it out. You know, dad's a picky eater, but you know what? If you want to do this, I'll do it with you. And so that way, it's a it's a it's an approach. It's a gateway towards towards the learning process as far as learning about that culture. And I can't wait. That'll be fun. Yeah. So anyway, and three take pictures of yourself eating these new I, foods. I will. I recommend I will. the little Jello things from the That's funny. I Japanese. Just, I just was telling it's you guys. A, is last it like a green tea thing? No, no, no. It no, was remember, seaweed. They or? almost look like like mandarin orange they look like jello shots almost but like they're that size but they're not alcoholic obviously but then you peel it off and then you just like slurp it out of the cup oh okay but it's jello so like you but it's a candy where in japan and i was just telling you guys about yeah, that when, you were. when uh on tim's trip report so tim found a pretty cool site that sells these like uh snacking around the world passports Oh, that really? you can put your your uh, company's logo on, and what he wants to do is he wants to buy a few of these with our uh, Mousecapades logo and MagicalMouse.com logo, and people you know people will ask you know what are those things hanging from your neck? Where did you get Where did you get those? And just hand them to people, and it's a little checkoff guide passport for snacking around the world. Oh, that's cool. That you, it hangs from a lanyard on your neck. And I'm surprised they didn't think about that. They got the drinking around the world, but kids can't do that. So kids could right. do snacking around the world. They could give me another high C. Give me a Mike's, <laughs> give me a Mike's hard lemonade. Anyhow, so that's my number one three caballeros. Thanks, mom. <laughs> All right, so now we're on to the Animal Kingdom, which Nick does not visit very often, but will be this time because he's going to go see Pandora Land. I will. So he yes. can report to us. Um, so we'll start with Kaylee on your number five least favorite or thing that you could live without at Animal Kingdom. Okay, so this was actually like discovered by us at this this last trip in December. It's Rafiki's Planet Watch. The we didn't even really know what that was. We knew it existed, but we all always kind of skipped it. We didn't know what it was. Didn't know if it was a show or anything. You actually get on this little train and you face out. That's the neat thing is so instead of facing forward like a normal train, you face out the side of the car and then you get to see the behind the scenes stuff of how they feed the animals when they're in their like pins or whatever or getting a bath or something. You kind of see the behind the scenes stuff and then it takes you to another pavilion and it's kind of like um, it's got a couple different shows in there. You can meet Rafiki in there. They've got a whole bunch of people kind of like the insect house at the St. Louis This Zoo. is your least favorite? Yeah. You're giving lots of details. Yeah, just, you are. That's I'm just saying, thinking. like, because I liked doing it once, but I would not have to do this every time because we have the zoo. So it True. doesn't really affect me. But there is a huge, a huge playground there. So if parents ever needed a break, there's like tables in there where you can snack, but there's a huge jungle gym. So if a kid just needs to run around. Let them loose it, in there. And it is gated in. It's so. gated so the kids can't get out. That's true. And so, but, and I mean, I liked it, but I would not have to do it every time I went. So that's why. Number I put five it. for me would be Cali Rapids. Do you know why? Because it get wet. And I don't like to get wet and walk around. Brad. What? He doesn't like to get wet and walk around either. Kaylee gets it. All right. I Your know. number five will be. All right, the bird show. You know the little bird little show that they have? Lights uh, of Wonder? Yeah, the one that yes. Tim got a fast pass for. Yes. <laughs> I love you, Tim, but I was laughing when I heard you got a fast pass to Wait, see that. Tim thing. from TheMagicalMouse.com? Yeah, that Tim from TheMagicalMouse.com. Oh, all right. Yeah, from TheMagicalMouse.com. <laughs> the Tim. All right, from TheMagicalMouse.com. Check him out. 
Uh, yeah, that attraction. I I think you know I I've already been to Ma the Magic Kingdom and the Tiki Room and the birds flip and sing to me, <laughs> right? And fly around and cause a storm and whatever it may be with the gods creating a storm. I've already seen it. This bird doesn't talk to me; it just flies around. Right? Isn't that the they do a little preliminary show? Isn't that the one they do? Yeah. Took Joey's head off. Yeah. It's cool, but the bird just it just swoops down. It goes up, it comes down. It flies around, it goes up, yeah. it comes down. It's not a cute show that sings to you, you're right. And that's it. That's it? That's not A-seed. All right. So number four, mine is It's Tough to Be a Bug, because I like doing that one, but I don't know. It's just kind of, I'm getting old. Like, it's getting old to me. Like, I used to be like, we got to go in there and do it, because I love It's a Bug's Life. I love that movie. But... At the same time, I'm just kind of like, eh, we don't have to do that. The smells in there aren't exactly pleasant. And sometimes, again, sort of like, um, I can't remember that ride I'd, oh, the, uh, the Seas with Finding Nemo. It has recently had a much longer wait than it has in previous years where you used to just walk on it. But now you kind of have to wait 20, 30 minutes. I'm like, that's not worth that wait at all. But, I mean, it would be something if you needed air conditioning or just want to be entertained or just want to sit for, a f like, 15 minutes. You could go in there and do it. But I don't have to do it every time. My number four is the Wildlife Express train that Kayla's talking about that we rode this past Christmas. Again, it was very cool. And especially if you have young children, I would recommend you getting on it because it was cool to see the backside of Kilimanjaro safaris because that's kind of what you do. And then, like I had told you, they were back there, the little barns where they were um, mating some of the animals. Obviously, you didn't see that part, but you saw the animals caged up and they were in a little, like, barn kind of thing. Uh, but definitely something that I don't have to do every single time because, again, we have an awesome zoo here in St. Louis. Okay, so my number four is going to be uh, the Tree of Life. I'm I'm just joking. Okay. Oh, I thought for sure you guys would give me a lot of crap over that. No. Oh. I mean, you're going to see the tree of life whether you want to visit it. Oh, I, I totally thought you guys would give me a whole bunch of crap over that no. one. Right. Nope. Okay, never mind. I thought it was going to be funny. Um, no, the Jammin' uh, Jungle Parade. They don't have it anymore. Mickey's Jammin' Jungle Parade. They did, it, they did it a handful of years ago. I know, and it's sad it's gone. No, I didn't like it. It was too crowded, and, well, yeah. and I'll get to that in a second. But it just really made me feel claustrophobic, and I didn't like it. It was just too much with all of the plants and the humidity, which made it even worse. It, that is the hottest park. Yes. It, and it, it, I just I wanted to scream and throw up at the same time. To me, that makes no sense either that that's the hottest park. I know I've said this a million times, but trees are supposed to bring shade, but it, like, blocks all air. I'm telling air. you, it brings all that moisture and humidity. I'm telling you. It's bad. It's, it's awful. It's like the rainforest. And that's what they need. And maybe that's, that's what they're going that's for. That's what they're so. going. No, they are. That's what they're going for. They, they, they definitely achieve that. All right. All right. So moving on to number three. Uh, mine is actually just in general all the animal sections because they have little sections like zoos where you can walk through and see all the different animals and stuff. And it is pretty neat how they have like all the background information and some animals that you obviously just couldn't have in St. Louis. Like they just wouldn't do well here. And so there are some different animals, but again, it's like our zoo here. We have a zoo. You can walk through and see different animals. And to me, that's just not like a super thrilling thing to do. If we do it every once in a while and we see an animal, I'm like, that's neat, but I'm not going to go looking for the animal sections. 
if that makes sense. So yeah, it's well, kind of just... Well, you know, this was something that Walt wanted to do from the very beginning. And that was his... I, And so he actually came up with a ride, Jungle Cruise, you know, at the Magic Kingdom there in Disneyland. That kind of fulfilled his aspirations of coming up with an attraction where there would be animals, but they were animatronics. He always wanted to do live animals. But the problem was with the, with his live animals, they were all nocturnal. So the idea never, it never came to... Uh, Fruition. Yeah, thank you. Until Animal Kingdom was developed. So yeah, it just came at a later mm-hmm. date. And it just, it had passed its time. Yeah. You know, I think back then, uh, when Disneyland was first uh, created and built, there in Orlando, I mean, excuse me, there in Anaheim, if they had something there in Anaheim like that at that time, you know, I think, yeah, maybe, maybe so. But, you know, you'd be competing with uh, the San Diego Zoo there as well. Yeah, but, another great which zoo. Which is an amazing zoo, by the way. But, um, so my number three is the Boneyard. And it may be because my kids are too big to go in there. But that whole area over there by where the dinosaur stuff is, is nuts. Like, dinosaurs I'm not saying maybe Colin is not as big into dinosaurs, but a lot of the kids that I've had over the years in school love dinosaurs. And it seems like they flock to that. And that's the last place that I want to go. And I love children. I really do. But that's where you hear. (laughs) I hope you do. You're a teacher. (laughs) No, but you know what you're saying? You know how you're saying you always hear screaming, crying, and fighting? That is definitely a place in that park that you hear fighting and screaming because the kids want their way in that boneyard and they want to buy every toy known to man that they see there. So we're at number three. Is that where we're at right now? Yeah. So mine is the boneyard as well. It's very crowded. Too many people. Too many. I hate. I can't stand whiners. Bypass it so you don't have to go. I don't like whiners. I don't like, like to hear whining. You hear that, you're right. You hear screaming. I've always said you're not at Disney World unless you hear a child screaming, right? Or crying. And that's truly the case of the Boneyard. I guess I should say you're not at the Boneyard unless you hear parents arguing and children screaming and crying. For sure. Yeah, for reals. Um, so, yeah, that's my number three. All right. But but all, but all really cool, though, for the imagination for the kiddo. Oh, no. It is. It is. If I yeah. was Colin's age, that would be my haven. That, you know, I'd be right there. Mm-hmm. Especially if you so. were... A- I had a kid that wanted to be an archaeologist. Exactly. And he, that was his deal with Connor. And yeah, he knew every dinosaur there right. was. Right, see, that's, it's it's cool for a kiddo. Mm-hmm. Right. From an adult's perspective, though, whatever. Yeah. So, moving on to number two, mine is the Triceratops spin, because that is in, it's in Dino Land, and it's neat. Like, it's a dinosaur thing. So, if your kid's really into dinosaurs, awesome. It's Dumbo. The flying elephant with dinosaurs. Yes. And it, it has such a long well, it's just, wait. And the magic carpet rides, all the same. There, It's the same kind of ride. You just get on it, different theming. And I just yep. feel like for the wait, it's ridiculous. And I, no, just at least, especially at our age, you don't have to ride it. Maybe if you have kids who are restricted because they're so young that they can ride very few things, maybe. But like still, the wait, I would not wait that long for that. My number two is the um, butterfly attraction. There again, we have an insectarium in our St. Louis Zoo. And when I'm going on vacation, I want to do things that are fun for me. And not that the butterflies wouldn't be fun for me, but I can see those anytime. I want to do something that I can't do 25 to 30 minutes from my home, if that makes any sense. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying it's a neat experience. I'm sure it's very cool for people that aren't lucky like we are to have our amazing zoo. But uh, I could live without the butterfly attraction. I guess so mine is a past attraction. 
And I've never but I never saw this. Did you see it? So I've never I've never been a fan of this at all. Oh, okay. Um, I've never I don't really like the cartoon, the animated film that came out back in what was it, two thousand? Ninety nine. Ninety nine. They like it. They were just watching it this weekend. Okay, you were. I have never been a fan. Uh, Tarzan rocks that attraction. I'm glad it's gone. I I I was never a fan. Never will be a fan of Tarzan. Sad day. I mean, me. it fits really. It fits well with. Animal Kingdom, don't get me wrong, it's right down its lane, right? It fits right in with Animal Kingdom, I get it. This is just a personal hang-up, okay? So, sort of like the Boneyard. It's just a personal hang-up. Although, if I was a Disney Imagineer, I'd say, yeah, it's right where it needs to be. Keep it going. It's it's great. Let's let it roll. But, I'm not, and it just really annoyed me. And it obviously must not have been a big attraction for them to be willing to take it away. Right, because Tarzan's a big name, and especially goes with Animal Kingdom yes. all the way. Yeah. 100%. Much better than Pandora. Agreed. <laughs> no, no, I'll agree with you on that one. I'll agree with you on that one. Okay, so number one is Primeval Primeval World. World. Oh, man. That ride, I've only had one experience on it. I rode it with Emma when we went with the Hans, and it broke down we waited probably an hour and 45 minutes to get on that thing and it literally i thought it would be kind of entertaining but is this the one i got on that's the real weird one and it spins yes yes this is the one that spins yes i can do spinning roller i didn't like it i didn't like it i like spinning roller coasters they have a like that kind of themed roller coaster in Six Flags in St. Louis. It was and I liked it. The old Tony Hawk, and it was called something else, which yeah. was fun. It was fun. Yeah, I liked that one. But this one, literally, you spun barely at all. You went in a zigzag pattern and you dipped like twice, and the ride was over. And we waited like almost two hours for this ride because it broke down and there were a whole bunch of problems. And I was just like, why would you ever wait this? This is a neat idea and I understand that they kept it like kid friendly so they didn't want to keep make it too scary or too intense but at the same time it like was just ridiculous I'm I just sat there and I was thinking never again I never have to ride this thing again I don't even want to look at it again so it's a weird ride um I'm, can I jump ahead I'm sorry sure. Vicky so I don't have a number one but after you mentioned that I'm saying yes I totally agree with you that's gonna be my number one as well because it seemed like a ride that they created because they had to fill space. Well, they does needed it, more rides does, in that area. Does that make does that make sense? Yeah. It's like, hey, we have some land here. We need a ride. We need an attraction. Let's build this roller coaster that spins, and it's not really a legit cool roller coaster. It spins. It's for your kiddos. Mm-hmm. It really is. It's for the family, and I understand that. But even the theming of the ride, it never, to me, it never went with the theme of Animal Kingdom. Right. It was a weird, mm-hmm. wacky ride. Yeah. That is sort of like a restaurant that has so many themes going on. You're like, whoa, what's the theme? You know, restaurants that go and die, right? This ride, um, I totally agree with you. The theme was out of this world. It was weird. Mm -hmm. I didn't think it themed well with Animal Kingdom. And it just, I don't know. It's weird. It was awkward. It's my number one. Oh, it is your number one. Yeah. It's just, I did not ride it with her. But I don't like spinning roller coasters. I can do a roller coaster and I can do a spinning. But... The no, I get it. Of just, the just, just the like I can't do in the dark roller coasters. I get it. It's yeah, because like, yeah. No, I and get even it. Heather said she was grateful that Kaylee went on there with Emma because she said I can't do the both the combination. And it's kind of like the what is it Euro spin that they have in Silver Dollar City. It's very yeah. similar to that, and I cannot do that. All right. Yeah. So, yeah, just that ride in general. I mean, 
the theming is really weird. So I'm pulling it up here so you guys can look at it again. They tried to tie it in with the whole dinosaur thing. It reminds me of something from Figment. Oh, it does. That's fair. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I totally agree with you. So maybe and, the and person always, that designed it. always has. It. And it always has. Maybe the person who designed it was it doesn't, the same. It doesn't give me that uh, environmental feel. Yeah. Like this. Okay. This part, just looking at three different pictures. That reminds me of the Nickelodeon splat. Mm-hmm. That reminds me of a Toy Story car. Mm-hmm. Like and that looks like Figment. Yeah. Like all three, just different things out, the, out the gate. The like, character itself. What is that, Triceratops? Is that yeah. What that is? So this is making me really it's interested. I want to research that. The or reason ask, why. Or, ev- or even ask Dave what the purpose behind this ride was. Yeah. that's we a good to... history thing. So, listeners, you're probably wondering where Dave's been. So um, he's been out of town, and he's he's going to be back shortly, but because uh, we want to bring him on right, for absolutely. A, a history segment. but Because uh, he's so good about digging in the investigative part. He really part. is. So... He, he just took a trip and uh, it, it a spontaneous trip. And he's like, Nick, you know what? I just want to take a trip and get away. And I will come back on the show later on. I have something big planned for you guys. Just be patient with me. I'll be back. It's all good, my friend. So he will be back shortly. Hang on for that. Because I know everyone loves the episodes with Dave. He came on a little over a month ago. I don't and, think you uh, got to hear it. But no, it was man, really, a lot of you people. You should go back and listen to the Big Thunder Mesa. Yeah. I was telling you a little bit about mm-hmm. it, about how that one idea blossomed into all these different things all over. Yeah. So you should totally go back A lot of that. people texting and and also emailed, and I sent him the stuff saying, wow, it was awesome to hear. First off, it was awesome to hear Dave again and what he brought to the table too. Yeah. He always brings very, and this was what they said, he's always very informative, you know, right. and mm-hmm. so it, it was it was really neat. He really should be a reporter. Yeah. <laughs> he's always like <laughs> into the deep. Investigative journalist. All right, so for our top five things that we just can't do without when we go to Animal Kingdom. Um, so my number five is the Kilimanjaro Safaris. So even though that is like, where I had the animal sections in my least favorite, this is different because you're up close and personal to the animals. You're in a car and it bounces around. It's super fun, especially when you're in the back and you move around like that. It can get a little uncomfortable at some times, but it's still fun because you kind of feel like you're more so immersed and it's more immersive rather than just walking around looking at animals like a zoo. This is very different up close and personal and it's long for what it is. I will say the ride has a long wait, but the safari itself is like 20 minutes. Like you sit on that car for 20 minutes and I feel like waiting that long for something for 20 minutes, that's way better than like waiting for a two minute ride, like the primeval world where you get on it and it's just this sad little thing. So yeah, definitely love that. Like to do it every time. So that's my number five as well. Um, We think alike more than we even really, even more than we look alike. Yeah. Um, So I like it because again, it isn't like our zoo. You're in that Jeep and it kind of makes you feel like bus. you're transported. Like bus, yeah, yeah. And you're transported to Africa. Or you're transported to wherever that's that the, animal. That's the purpose. Correct. And that's what they, and you get a lot of, like what you were saying with Colin, you get a lot of educational stuff there. They, they tell you about different things that those animals like, or they let you know that if you stick something out and you fall over, they're leaving because the alligators are going to snap and eat you up. We're not staying around to try to save you or anything like that. There's just really in, a lot of good information on that. Uh, ride and like Kaylee said waiting an hour for that ride to go 20 and sometimes 30 minutes because we were blocked by the giraffes the one time and they the giraffes yeah. would not let us through they're like dude this is our house you're interrupting us and you wait for them too they say that every time they're right. like this is not our house this is theirs so we have to wait so I just I, it's a great experience I think my number five is also safari 
Uh, I love the ride. It's very informative. Like you said, very educational. Also, though, by the end, and I'm very excited. Like, when I get on, I'm like, yeah, this is awesome. You're on that journey. You feel like you're on that safari right in Africa. Mm -hmm. I'll never be able to afford one myself. So that's as close as I'm going to get. But by the end of the ride, I'm ready to get off. Because I've been bouncing around so yeah, much. I will say by the end of it, I'm done. <laughs> I will. Listeners, if you are have not ridden the Kilimanjaro safaris, I would recommend you do it in the morning or when later the in the afternoon. Animals are active. Yes, because in the morning they're active and then later afternoon. If you wait until the middle of the day when it's kind of hot, they tend they to be sleeping in. They're hiding and you don't get to see as much. It's not quite as good. Okay, so moving on to number four. Mine is the Festival of the Lion King. I really like that show. Um, because it's just super entertaining. I think they did a good job of bringing, like, a show aspect to the movie without just recreating the movie in a show. There's, like, gymnasts in the show. They have, like, the really awesome singers that are, like, your group slash animal leaders. And then they, the animatronics, I will say, could be updated a little bit. But they're not, like, the main focus of the show, so it doesn't bother me as much. And if you do watch them, because every once in a while I'll look over, they move while, like, everything else is going on. It's still... They paid attention enough to the details to make them move while, like, stuff is going on in the show, rather than just they're only moving when people look at them. So that one I just really like. We didn't get to do it this past time, and I was actually really sad. That made me realize I really liked it, so... That is okay. also my number four, which is really funny because we, honest to goodness, people did not, and you can tell because we did not converse about this. I like it too. I think that it's a great way like, to get a Broadway musical kind of feel of something about a Disney movie all in one, and you, you're not paying anything extra. It's part of the ticket price. And I think it's worth it because those acrobats that she's talking about are actually Olympic gymnasts at one time and the singers some of them came directly from broadway so it's worth it um, and for this is our number four, four is that what this is i'm gonna go with the force exploration trail this is another walk through another kind of educational piece that you can walk through feel like you're on a journey on that trail learning about various um I guess monkeys and apes and, and things like that chimpanzees and you can have a picture with doug at the end yes you can <laughs> which is which is neat yes Okay, so number threes. Um, <laughs> sorry. So number three, um, my ride is Dinosaur. And I actually really did not like this ride. I'm going to go on it for the first time this summer. Oh, my gosh. Or next month. What am you're I saying? Gonna, you're going to love it. You're going to love it. it. So when I first wrote it, when we went, the first trip we ever took, when I was 12, we took it. I did not like it. The dark scared me. I was like, these things are too close. I don't like this. It was too loud. It's not that dark. I YouTubed it. it you really, can see, you can, the camera can actually well, okay. see through the darkness, so it can't be that That's dark. That's true. They did. I will say they when they revamped it, they put more lighting in it. It used yeah, to be they much darker. Yeah, because they refurbished it, didn't they? Yeah, it, okay. it used to be much darker. And so, like... When I first wrote it, I was like, never again, never again, it's too bouncy, blah, blah, blah. But then I didn't ride it for a couple trips after that. And I think when I was 15 or 16, we got two back on it. Two years ago, you guys oh, let me two get years, back on it. Two years ago, because mom really likes to ride it. And we were like, okay, we'll go, we'll handle it. And I got on, and I was like, why did I not like this? This is so fun. Like, even though the animatronics aren't like the greatest, they still provide the effect. Like I said, if the effect is there, I'm I'm all there and for it. So like, I just really like the ride and it's neat and the Jeep is bouncy and I'm into bouncy rides. Like those don't bother me at all. I think it's funny. Like, cause dad was bouncing around and didn't like it. He was just like, can this stop? <laughs> he but was like, making that noise that you said. Yeah, <laughs> he was. He makes <laughs> He's like, uh, uh, 
Okay, but yeah, so that's my number three. Oh my gosh. My number three is, guess, dinosaurs. Oh, oh my, <laughs> did you guys do this together? No, <laughs> we did not. Uh. It is the dinosaur, and she pretty much summed up, so I won't take very much long time, but so 2009 was the last time we rode it until two years ago, and then they were like, oh, you're right, this is a pretty cool ride, Mom. Okay, we'll ride this again. So I hope you guys enjoyed as much. I want you to, if you get a chance, to do a quick, uh, what Tim did with the Dapper Days, I wish you would have Colin tell us what his, like, do a little quick review of it after he gets off Dinosaur. Okay. That would be really cool to okay. hear him yeah, sure thing. give us a... His little six-year-old perspective. Okay, so my number three is the Wildlife Express train. Okay. Who doesn't like a train, right? That's right. No, I'm for real. Colin loves trains. I, uh, I'm i not really a big train person. Even, like, I hate going to Six Flags, but when I went to Six Flags, um, when I was a kid, when I was Colin's age, I always did want to get on the train, right? And it's more so a ride for him anyway. Right. So I, I want to do what he wants to do. Mm -hmm. And for me, it's relaxing. You can feel the, it's not really even a cool breeze when I go. It's a hot breeze being in June. Uh, it's still but, a breeze. But it's still a breeze. A breeze is good no and matter what it is. It's but a seat. And, and I was, yep, I was just about to get there. It's a seat. So if you want to kill some time, um, get on the Wildlife Express train and relax a little. And it takes you throughout the park. And then when you get there... Then you can relax some more because there's a fenced-in jungle gym that you can let your monkey into and let him go play. Yep. Sea monkey, awesome. that is. <laughs> sea monkey. <laughs> I okay. call him sea monkey. Oh, okay. Colin. I did not no. know this. Sea monkey or sea I monster. I can't wait to see what your number two is. All right, what's your okay, number two? Okay, so my number two is Finding Nemo the Musical. Uh, it is not your number two. Uh, <laughs> We're just going to skip you. Oh, my god. Okay, gosh. well, then we can both just converse about it then. Uh, I don't know. It's, I will say, like, Parts of it, like all the animations in the bubbles, if you've ever seen it, they have projections in these little bubbles on the sides. And those are really blurry. They're really like not good, but they're cute. And the show is targeted at families. So like the little kids think it's awesome because then at the beginning, the pre-show is kind of, they have Nemo floating through those. And so the whole point is the kids try to find him in the bubbles. And it, it like... It completes its purpose is the point, even though it's not like super high quality. But then the show itself, again, is like The Lion King where like the performance level is so high every time. Um, the, heard, the people are doing the puppets throughout the thing. Cause you, have you seen this one yet? Because I think this is one of the ones you said you haven't seen, right? No, I'm not. Yeah, the puppeteering is so insane. You totally like, they're need to take Colin to it, it if you can because it, at first you notice the people and then you forget the people are there. And... And I, I don't feel know, like you're just en engulfed in this. You feel like you're under the sea, for real. They have it all painted blue in there and it's everything. It's cold in there, like... And just, they, they come out into the... So you're part of the sea at one point. They come out into the audience. It's yeah. just... I feel like Colin would really enjoy it because he'd kind of be intrigued by the puppets themselves and kind of be like, how are those working? Especially, like, they have huge ones, ones that span, like, the height of the theater in there. So, oh, wow. like... Yeah. Because you're supposed to be a fish, so the Nigel puppet is definitely really big. So right. so my number two is the Tree of Life. I think the Tree of Life, it's that... So it's in your other one, and it's in your least favorite, and your... Are you no, just he, no, no, I was he joking. Was teasing, remember oh, okay. I was joking. It. So the Tree of Life embodies what the park, the spirit of what the park's all about, right? Right. With all the creatures, uh, no, I wouldn't even say mythical creatures. It was supposed to be mythical creatures as well. But all the creatures of the earth, right, in mm -hmm. harmony, in the circle of life, that whole process, right? And so when you look at that tree and you really start to look at the detail and the craftsmanship and and the spirit and the heart and soul that was put into creating that tree, right, 
you're just in awe. And when you sit there and you look at that tree and you really start to think about what the park is all about, you know, that is the perfect icon. Mm -hmm. So whoever created that, genius, the perfect icon for what that park is truly all about. I would agree. Good. All right. So number my number one, last one is... Big surprise. Expedition Everest. Okay. Um, and I don't know. Joey and I have ridden this for a while. Uh, 2009. Like, yeah, we wrote it first trip we ever went and when I first wrote it I was a little scared like when I was 12 I was just not into the big thrill rides as much as I am now but uh I definitely like it the whole idea of like a yeti in the mountain is awesome and the track like being broken going backwards it's cold inside the mountain so it get like they definitely like make the mountain cold to give you the effect of it being like Everest um, just the ride itself is also a decent length for a roller coaster, I would say, for how long you have to wait. We always get fast passes, but if you can't, it's definitely a ride I would wait longer for just because it's a little bit of a longer coaster, but yeah. And that is also my number one. Oh my gosh, you guys have the exact same stuff. I know. It's totally scary, but, uh... I swear you guys did your notes together. We did no, not we do didn't. our notes together, but we do think a lot alike. I did not ride this ride until... 2015 when the Hans went with us or 2014 when the Hans went with us. Wow, it was 2014. Yeah. So yeah, because they were supposed to go back with us this year, but I don't think it's going to happen. But anyway, uh, we had enough fast passes because, you know, there's five of them and there's four of us. So I rode so that Josiah or Joey one would not have to ride by themselves. I rode with them just to say I did it. And then when I got on there, I was like, I cannot believe I was not doing this all this time. This is a really cool roller coaster. So then when I went back this, uh, the last couple times I went, I don't think I did it this last year, just so Kaylee and Joey could, because we only had like 15 minutes so that they could both have two turns. And so, drum roll for Nick's number Trying to pull one. it up, and I should have pulled it up earlier. It's but, all right. Uh, it's okay. We'll let me, let me, let me type this in. I'm not that fast at typing. We'll keep talking about that, ye that Yeti. You can, what Yeti? The Yeti. There's on, a Yeti in the mountain. In the mountain. Oh. It's like an animatronic when you like go down that big hill that you can see pictures from. And you know uh, what it reminds me of? Um, Harry? The Abominable Snowman. Harry. No, no. Harry the, the Yeti. Uh, I know, but I was laughing because I was just like, that movie's cheesy. No, he's uh, he's the he's the uh, Yeti there at, um, oh my gosh, Manahorn Mountain. Oh. Yeah, Harry. Oh, I was yeah. thinking Harry and the Hendersons. Oh, no. And I was thinking of the Abominable Snowman in the Christmas. Oh, okay. So here's my number one, and I love them. I love because I'm all about uh, being immersed, right, in the theme, immersed in uh, the culture. They give I, a good show. Yeah, I love the, the Tam Tam Drummers of Harambe. Did I say that right? You did. Yes. All right. And this is them, and I love it. When I do see them out and about, I stop what I'm doing to watch them. And if you take Colin, they'll pull him up on and let him play his maracas with him. So I love it. Pretty cool. You guys ever watch these guys? Yes. yes. And it is okay. immersive because they're using traditionally. Like, it is awesome. Traditional instruments. Of but that I like that they pull guests up area. so they can be part of the performance. Now, in the last couple times I've seen these guys, are they in the same spot every year? Yeah. Because uh, I just been much. walking a path and they're like right along. They have uh, a stage now. One of the paths. The video that Nick's showing right now, they're kind of to the side, but they're actually on an uplifted stage now. Okay, so the last couple times I've seen them, they've been like uh, right off the beaten path. 
Which I feel like, I like that they got a stage because that probably means they like are more permanent now that they actually have like a stage. But it's cool that they were on the side because like music major facts or junkies that would know is that their music is made more as a community event rather like just together. It's not really to perform. It's just kind of they get together and do it as a community. So having them off to the side just as you walk by is a little more realistic. And, and it adds like to the ambiance. Yeah. I'm all about that. I'm all about the ambiance and the experience that way. Not so much the thrill rides, but being immersed in the culture. <laughs> um, so with these guys, though, it's in the last couple times I've seen them, it's like, oh, look, look off here. Let's go walk over here. You know, you hear the drums and everything. So right. you walk over there and you're just... You watch them. Yeah, there, there are, they're definitely where they are located now is between the Kilimanjaro safaris and the Lion King show. Yes, yeah, yeah. So it's, so it's I think right they, there. So they get a lot of traffic now, and they, I think that may be why they built them a stage. And that space was so tight, right? Before, so which nice segue because I want to bring this up before we head out. The one complaint I have, <laughs> this is the negative net of me. No, it's uh, okay because I know what you're gonna say. Right, is the bottlenecks that they have in the it, park. It, they really, How yeah. small and narrow yeah. the walkways are. But you didn't know, or, you say that you thought maybe that was because traditionally that's how it is in their country so that we feel like we're there? That and to make you feel that the vegetation is it is overgrown. But to have that inverse, uh, immersed environment of it's growing like that. The plants are growing over you, literally right, yeah. growing over you. And I think that's why you're like, like, like the safari ride. You're in their habitat, you know, we'll wait, you wait for them, right, basically. Mm -hmm. uh, same rules apply in the park. We're just walking around in this habitat, you know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. This, um, whatever you want to call it, I don't even know. But to make you feel like you're in a rainforest or something, mm -hmm. you know? Um, but yeah, so each park has its own thing. Animal Kingdom, um, a park that I that I would like to visit a, a little bit more than I have, I think, to be honest with you. I think we start to appreciate it, kind of like we talked about with Epcot. It wasn't your favorite at one time, but now you're starting it's, to it's appreciate it. It's growing on me, just like Correct. Animal Kingdom. And right. I think that, that that's how we are for Animal Kingdom, because like we said, we found that uh, train this last time. And every time it seems like you find a little bit more and you learn to appreciate it more. And it's different than what we have here. It's That's nice, right. too. So Magic Kingdom is definitely, you know, just check your brain out at the door. You're in this fairy tale world. I, yes. And you get that. That's good. I need that every year, too. But then when you hop over to... Um, Hollywood Studios. Not, well, even Hollywood Studios. That's an entertainment uh, area. That's like check your brain out the door, too. Yeah. Have fun, la, la, la. But when you hit uh, Animal Kingdom and Epcot, you're learning in this enriched environment, you right. know? So you really have to put your thinking cap on mm -hmm. and be immersed in it all. But this was fun. I'm sorry it took a year, listeners, for us to finally finish. Has it been a full year? Coming up on a full year? Just about. Yeah. About Just 11 about. months? We did it yeah. in June okay. last wow. year. Oh, so yeah. About 12, a year. 12 months then. Almost. Well, it's May still, but yeah. Yeah. No, June to May would be 12 months. Technically, yeah. Yes. Hey, anywho. But anywho, I, I, I really enjoyed this and I think we need to do more of this because I think that it's fun for the listeners just to get a different opinion from different people and then you can try it out for yourself and, and have your own. Little. I want the listeners to text in 407-674-0414 uh, and also email us, mousecapadespodcast at gmail.com. 
give us your top five or your bottom five. Or go we to the Facebook it. page and do the same thing. Yeah, we also have those questions. We also, we forgot to mention this in our uh, hump day news. We're taking a trip down to Marceline, Missouri. What's that? What's the date on that? Uh, it is July what's that? 29th and 30th. Is it 29th a Friday? 29th is a Saturday. So aren't we going to head up on the 28th though? What are we uh, going to do a Friday night? I know I can't do that. Why? What? For I reals? For reals, I can't do that. That's a man thing. What? That's why I told you the 29th. And a 30th. man thing? What do you mean a man a thing? A band thing. Oh, a thing. band thing. What, for Friday night, you really can't? Seriously. That's why we said 29th and 30th. Oh, they open on Sunday? We went on Sunday last year. Oh, okay. Oh, that's right. Actually, I, today. The town was It was closed. a year ago today. Was it really? Yes. The pictures popped up on Facebook this morning. To remind you? Yes. Oh, awesome. So are we going to stay in the night Saturday night? That's what I thought we were doing. Oh, okay. So it's just shit. So we're staying the night. Yeah. All right, listeners, if you want to meet up with us at Marceline, Missouri on the 29th, yes. uh, we will be there. Uh, we don't have an actual hard time, though, when we're actually going to be at the museum. I know there's been... We can been, look into that as it gets closer. There's been a handful of listeners that have contacted our Facebook page. Yes. Uh, and texted us, by the way, and said, hey, I want to meet you guys there, which is really cool because we have some listeners um, coming from afar uh, to, to want to travel to Marceline. Uh, just to, to meet us, uh, you know, the host of Mousecrates podcast that they listen to all the time, and to see Walt's hometown, which I think is, which which I think is really neat. It is that we've had some listeners that want to follow us up there. So if you're listening and you want to head out to Marceline, we're going to be there on the 29th, July 29th and 30th. And 30th, all right. So 30th is when we're going to actually hit the museum, though, right? I believe so, but I mean, we can talk more into that okay. and let you guys know for sure. But if you want to go ahead and put that on your calendar. And so check travel. out our Facebook page because you're going to put that up there, right? Right. I will put okay. that up there. All right, listeners, thanks again for listening to that number one podcast, Entertains the Space Between Your Ears, Mouse Capades Podcast. Hey, Kaylee, Vixer, I think it's about that time. Peace. And love. And pixie dust. Have a magical day, my friends. You've been listening to the all-new Mousecapades podcast, brought to you by our friends at themagicalmouse.com. Be our guest, put our service to the test. If you have questions, comments, or would like to be a guest on the show, please visit our website at mousecapadespodcast.com. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Thanks for listening. And have a magical day.